Today, I'm gonna to show you how to write a blog post fast, and not just any blog post, but a truly great blog post. One that's going to get more traffic to your website, have your audience absolutely love you from the content that you are creating, and most importantly, making you more money. Let's jump in. And welcome to the Blogger Revolution. My name is Chris, and here we talk about building passive income streams that work for you so you don't have to. Be sure to check the link down in the description for bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. There I have a free exclusive training that will show you exactly how to get your own passive income website up and online, making you money as soon as possible. Be sure to go check it out, link down in the description, bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. Now, before we jump into this, just a couple of caveats. Number one, getting better at writing blog posts faster is a gradual process. Don't expect to watch this video and then immediately be pumping out content that is, you know, 5,000 words in like 15 minutes. You're not going to be doing that. Plus, we're going to be doing this without AI content, even though it can help you write a little bit faster. You know, if you're using something like a Jasper or a Word Hero or something, but we're going to talk about what we need to be thinking about, what kind of priorities we need to have while we are creating these blog posts. To be honest, the first, if you're just getting started with this, the first 10 or so blog posts, they're going to be tough. They might even be painful <laughs> to get through. But once you've gotten through it and you kind of develop that muscle, you uh, everything that you do more of, you're going to end up eventually getting better at. When I first got started, I was not pumping out content at any type of feverish pace at all. But once I got the processes down, I got the basics down, any new skill takes you a little bit of time to figure out. But once you develop this skill of creating content online that people want to read, you can literally print money from that point. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So the first tip is number one, create an outline. Now it's tempting literally to just jump in front of a computer screen, look at it completely blankly and just wonder, okay, so what am I going to write about? That's intimidating. All right. Don't do that. That's going to make you not want to write content. And if you're doing something that you don't like, why would you continue doing it? Especially when we're writing blogs, we're going to be creating quite a bit of content on our topics. So we want to make sure that we are actually enjoying the process and doing something that's going to help us in the future. So you have to absolutely create an outline or structure your content in a way that makes it easier for you to write. And this will help you in a number of ways. Number one, it's going to help you be focused. Being focused is huge when we are trying to create content. If we're constantly distracted, we aren't going to be able to get anything done. But you have to set a plan. Uh, think about jumping into a car and really having nowhere to go. 99% of the time when I jump into a car, it's because I'm going somewhere. It's not usually just to take a leisurely drive. I, if I want to just waste time, I'd rather just stay home, right? But regardless of what you're doing, you always have a, a process that you're trying to follow when you jump into a car. It's the same thing with a blog post. Have a direction. Know where it is that you're wanting to go and creating a structured outline of what it is you're going to write is really going to help you. So, do it in a few ways. So for, for example, what I like to do is I plan out each one of my sections before I even write the first paragraph on a post. So come up with the opening paragraph, a good hook. Now the hook is important because you want people to continue reading the post. Then you're going to jump into the actual meat of your content. Be sure to include the subheadings of what you are going to want to talk about. Try to cover everything under the sun for the particular topic of your blog post so that you can have the reader read everything that they need to read and absolutely love what it is, have no inkling to go any other website or everything. As long as you cover the topic nice and succinctly, you know, to the point, don't just waste their time with a whole bunch of fluff. 
putting in those subheadings is going to help you write those uh, sections much faster. After you've gotten through the meat of your content, you want to do a quick summary. This is where you tell everybody what you just told them, but just in a nice little summary section. And then most importantly, in any blog post, you need to have a CTA or a call to action to either go read another blog post, join your email list, click on any of your affiliate links or whatever it happens to be. When you're trying to sit down and write a blog post, we're talking about maybe creating a blog post that might be a thousand words, 1500, maybe even 2000 or more words. And if you're looking at just this blank page, it's going to be really tough to think, man, how am I going to get through a thousand words? But when you make these little sections, it makes it a lot easier because now you're just creating 200 word mini posts and it's going to come together to be this one massive blog post. So be sure to do that. It really helps with creating an outline and structuring your content. Next up is to think about the emotional benefit of how people are going to be enjoying your content. So have you ever tried? try to explain a joke to somebody. Maybe something happened at a party, then you went home and tried to tell, you know, your significant other about it. And then they're kind of like, yeah, I just don't get it, you know, or maybe they don't find it as funny as you did. And then usually what's the answer to that is, well, I guess you had to be there kind of a thing. Right. And the reason why this happens so often is because they could not or the people we are trying to explain the joke to could not create that emotional attachment that we had from being there in the moment. So we need to bridge that gap when we're creating content. Try our best to get people in that moment. And the best way to do that is to tell people how you felt as you are doing these particular things. Now, hopefully the content that you're creating, it's something that you're doing actively. You're in your niche, you're practicing it. So if you're having these experiences, just be sure to find a way to convey them on the blog post and you're going to be able to create a connection with people. And it's not going to be so transactional, meaning people are just coming to your website just to get the information and split. You want to create some type of connection to really help with getting on, uh, getting more people on our email list or just creating a real connection so that they can remember who we are so that the next time they're thinking about our particular topic or whatever it happens to be, they're going to think about you or us or whatever it happens to be, right? So, so this is the same thing when we are creating content. Don't just focus on the features of things. Don't just focus on what it is and how it was created. Talk about the benefits of what is what was created is going to help you do whatever it is that you're trying to do. So just to make this a little more uh, uh, practical so that you can understand what I'm talking about, if you are going to review a golf club or something like that. Don't just talk about how it's a three foot steel shaft that doesn't bend when you swing and all of that fun stuff. You can mention it. And if you do so, just do so briefly, but talk about how the club made you feel after you swung it. How far did the ball go when you swung it? Here's a good one. How did your buddies feel when they saw you hit the ball so great and it went so far? Now you now you're putting, you know, the reader in a position where they can think about emotionally what they would feel like if they were using that particular product in this affiliate review or whatever it is that you happen to be writing. That's the type of connections that you want to create. Don't just focus on the features, focus on the benefits. A cool way that you can kind of uh, uh, train yourself is when you're looking at these features, think of the words, so you can. So it's a three foot long shaft on that golf club, so you can hit the ball harder. 
right? Get to the connection as to what the benefit actually is of that particular feature. When you focus on the benefits, you're going to do much better at promoting a product, selling a product, getting someone emotionally charged to hopefully click on your affiliate link and then go and buy something. Again, it's okay to mention the features. I'm not saying don't completely leave them out. Just do so briefly but mainly focus on the benefits. Put yourself in the shoes of that reader. What is it that they really want out of this article and then provide it to them, but tie in an emotional element, whether you are telling them a story about something that you went through or how you felt while using the product that you are currently talking about in your affiliate review. Now, the next part in order to uh, be able to write blog posts faster is going to be a little bit of an obvious one, but increase your typing speed. Now, when I first got started with this uh, blogging stuff, I probably could type 30 words a minute, maybe 25, 30. It wasn't anything great. It was something that was able to get me by. Now, because I've practiced, I've been doing this now for like seven years, I can now type around 70 to 90 words a minute pretty consistently with minimal errors, meaning I can write more content faster. But just remember, that took time to practice, right? It took time to get to that point. If you're only, you know, if you're sitting there finger spelling, that's okay. Just get better at finger typing or whatever so that you can do it a lot faster. Um, one best way to do this that I've noticed is just to go online and type in, you know, free typing tests. These are, there's so many free um, things that are out there that can help you type faster. Just go to places like typingtest.com. Typerush.com is a fun one because they make it seem like you're in a car and you're typing really fast while you're in a race. Um, typing.academy is a good one as well. And if you're a millennial and you're like me, you probably remember Mavis Beacon teaches typing. Spoiler alert, that actually still exists. Just Google it. You can find somewhere you can download it, install it on your computer, and really start learning how to type faster. And the faster you can type, the more content you will be able to create. Now, the next one is a ninja trick that actually took me a couple of years to figure out. But once I learned it, man, it was a game changer when it comes to creating content online. And that is speech to text. So this is a ninja trick that I've used for a while, but it's a great way to create content much, much faster. And in fact, I encourage everyone when they're creating their content to create to write in a natural way. Don't write like a term paper, right? Write like you are talking to an actual person. And when you're actually doing speech to text where you're talking and it's being transcribed on the screen, then it makes it easier for you to to speak naturally, which will then come across in that writing. And this is really helpful when you absolutely know your subject as well. For example, if I know what I'm writing about in a particular blog post, I can usually create content like 2,000 words in like 15 minutes. You know, it's something pretty crazy, but that's just because I know that particular subject. So there are some free and paid options when it comes to speech to text. The free one that almost everybody can use is with Google. Go to Google Docs and they have a voice uh, to speech function that works there and it's it works good. I'm not going to say it's amazing, but it does what you're trying to do. So go to Google Docs and the top section there, you can click on tools and then voice typing and a microphone is going to appear on the screen. You click the microphone, it makes a little noise, and then you just start speaking. So one thing that I do recommend is to try to use an actual microphone when you're using this feature because it's going to help with the accuracy. Don't just use the computer speakers. So make sure that you're using something that you actually, you know, 
is a good uh, a microphone, go on Amazon, get one for like 20 bucks or something. It doesn't have to be anything ridiculous. You can get away with your earbuds from an iPhone or something, but I've noticed mixed results from trying to use those with Google Docs. Um, there's dozens and dozens of commands that you can learn so that you can tell Google where you want the cursor to be. You can jump around on the page. You can start a new paragraph. You can put something in italics or bold. Uh, jump to whatever part of a paragraph you want, replace words. It's a good thing. Um, I'll leave a link down in the description as well that goes to uh, the Google Docs page that uh, that Google created that shows you what all of these commands are. But there are a few drawbacks of using just Google Docs. I mean, it is a free tool, so you kind of can just get what you can get. Um, for example, sometimes if you say there, T-H-E-I-R versus there, T-H-E-R-E, -E, you might get a couple of... Uh, uh, accidents there where it might use the wrong one or might use a word that sounds like the word that you were trying to use. And sometimes the dictation can be a little slow and you're sitting there waiting for it to kind of churn and figure out what it's trying to say, at which point it almost can slow you down, you know, if you're, if you're not careful. So, um, but that's the free version. It works just fine, especially when you're getting started. So by all means, give it a try. Now for a, uh, a paid version, a paid version I definitely recommend is one that I use almost every single day. And it's called Nuance Dragon Dictation. Just Google it. It's a great program, not an affiliate or anything, just it's a good program to use. It's going to cost you a couple of hundred bucks to use, but I can tell you it is worth every single penny that you spend on it. Now, the cool thing about how Dragon Dictation works is the fact that it can literally understand anybody. I mean, whatever type of accent you have, if it's a thick accent where you're trying to speak, you know, English, English or whatever language you're trying to um, put your blog post in, it can learn to understand you because you can teach nuanced dragon dictation your particular voice. It creates a what's called a voice profile for you so that you can literally speak. It's great because it works for medical doctors, it works for lawyers and legal professionals and everything. So it can learn all these weird long words that you don't really use in everyday language if you needed to teach it that in your accent. So I definitely recommend it. It is worth every penny regardless. Um, if you are going to use any of these tools, whether it's the free or the paid options that we just talked about, be sure to edit your content, look at it, proofread it, because sometimes the speech to text can throw out some words out there that is, it makes no sense whatsoever, but it just, it thought it, what is, it thought about what it heard you say when it didn't really compute what you really said. So regardless, just be sure that you are editing it. Use a thing like a Grammarly or Pro Writing Aid, which is what I use to make sure that your content makes sense and is grammarly, uh, is uh, grammatically, I can't think of the word, it's, <laughs> is uh, correct grammatically. That's the word right there. And just be sure to uh, do it that way. The next thing that you need to do to write your blog post faster is to avoid distractions. Now, again, this one might seem a little bit obvious, but my goodness, it has to be said, okay? Regardless of how experienced you are, if you're writing content and you have to stop every other paragraph, it's going to take you three times as long to create one particular blog post. So you need to remain focused. You need to try your best to cut down on the distractions as much as you possibly can. The most obvious distraction, you guessed it, are cell phones, right? Be sure to put your phones on some type of do not disturb mode, but also here's a trick, put it face down away from you, okay? That way you can stay focused on what it is that you need to be doing, which is creating content on your screen. Now, 
you, some people might look at that and say, well, I got to be sure that I'm aware because what if my kids call or yada, yada, yada. I get that. Now, when you put your phone on do not disturb, especially on an iPhone, I know specifically, if someone tries to call you three times in a row, it's going to break through that do not disturb and make your phone ring in the first place. So if somebody really needs to get in contact with you, you're not literally cutting yourself off from the world. So hopefully that makes sense. When you put it in do not disturb mode as well, it's going to help with cutting down on the notifications that you're going to get as well. Because you're going to get that notification of the new TikTok video or a new YouTube video or uh, uh, someone paying you on Facebook or whatever it happens to be. You know, you want to cut down on those that you can focus on the content that you are trying to create. Um, one thing that I've been doing over the last couple of years, which has literally been a game changer, is listening to lo-fi beats. I put on my headphones and just let it play. And you kind of it, it zones you out to the point to where you can sit down and just concentrate cutting out everything else around you, and it's going to help you focus even more. Um, one place that you can use for a paid option would be brain.fm. It's very cheap to use, like a couple of bucks a month or whatever, but they have like hundreds and hundreds of really good scientifically proven um, songs that can help you remain focused. Now, the next thing is to set a deadline. Now, there's an old law out there. Uh, I forgot the name of it. I think it might be Murphy's Law or something like that. But anyway, the law states that a task tends to fill the time that is allotted to it. So to make that a little more clear is if you set a, a time to write a blog post in two hours, it's going to take you two hours to write that blog post. But if you don't set a time, it might take you six hours to write that exact same blog post. And that's because the task that we're trying to do will naturally fill the time in which we are trying to complete it. So try your best to come up with a specific time that you can work on a blog post from beginning to end. Do your research prior and then just start writing. Don't write and then do research and then write some more and then do more research. It's best to do all your research all at one point and then sit down and actually write the content. Uh, set yourself a time limit and actually hold yourself to that time limit. If you go a couple of minutes over, it's not the biggest deal in the world. If you go a couple of minutes under, that's great. You just saved yourself some time. Once you have a benchmark set, maybe uh, write a blog post and just time yourself. The next time you write a blog post, try to do it faster. Next time you write another one, do it faster and just try to optimize against yourself as much as you possibly can and just beat your own time. Always remember, done is better than better. Get it done. You can always improve a blog post in the future, which is the best part about blogging. If you were to create a video, put it on YouTube or whatever, that the video's done, right? There's nothing you can do to change that video. But when it comes to blog posts, you can create blog posts, put them out there on the internet, and then months later, go back and update it. Weeks later, go back and update it. Whatever it happens to be, done is better than better. Now, it's one thing to write a blog post, but it's another to make sure that you are writing on topics that will attract people to buy your affiliate products and thus make you more money. So to help you with that, I want you to go check out a free training I have over at bloggerevolution.com slash workshop bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. Be sure to put a link down in the show notes. Check those out. It's a free tr video training that shows you step-by-step -step how to build your own passive income website online fast and easy. Again, go check it out there. Be sure to follow me on Instagram as well at Chris Miles Official if you want to keep up with me there. And I'll catch you later. Bye.